0: Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin with Hashem BPW, number 66. this Bayez Pneimi, Sheer for Women, Sheer number 66. We're going to talk today about emotional intimacy, how that's a vital part of one's marriage, and to recognize it's based on what we said last Sheer at the end, that when you recognize that your husband is a son of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, whom he loves deeply, and when a husband recognizes that his wife is a daughter of Kaddish Baruch Hu, whom he loves deeply, then everything changes. Then one develops a yearning to want to connect with one's husband, one's wife. And as you add your skills to connect this way, and you're consistent with it, it becomes an extremely enjoyable experience. That you connect in physically, you connect spiritually, and you become friends for life. And that is a, such a deep human longing, to connect. Women sometimes have it more naturally than men, but men can't fool themselves, as we'll talk to men about, that it may not seem that they're this way, they seem to be more external, not caring deeply about relationships, but they need it. It's a deep need in them to become, to be healthy. They need to learn how to emotionally connect with people and certainly with their own wife. And wives need to learn how to connect in healthy ways, emotionally to their husbands. And it takes diligent work, work at nurturing each other, connecting with each other, honoring each other, reflecting positively to each other, soul to soul, seeing the good qualities in each other. And to nurture each other, some people, it seems like it's effortless. It seems like it's natural. They go through the daily activities. They encourage people. But the idea being, though, unfortunately, is that in married life, it's very hard to pull a kind word out of a wife's mouth, out of a husband's mouth to each other. It's like, you know, there's this joke that the husband told the w- tells the wife, you know, I told you I loved you the day I married you, and if that changes, I'll let you know. And every man or woman who's not nurtured by their spouse is a totally different person than the one who is nurtured by their spouse. Totally different person. So if right now the nurturing is lacking and you look at your husband a certain way or a husband looks at a wife a certain way, you need to realize that with the skills that you put in, with the effort you put in, with the consistent effort you put in, in starting to nurture your husband, it'll transform your husband into a different person than you recognize now. It'll transform yourself as well. Uh, One analogy of, to look at the soul sort of like a sponge, which requires watering, which is like praise and chizik, to stay soft, to stay alive, And if one spouse decides for whatever reason to withhold that praise, to withhold that love physically or emotionally or spiritually, that sponge dries out. And over years and decades, if it's not nurtured, the person becomes brittle inside. Sponge gets hard and can easily break. And it'll show up in negative ways like sarcasm, anger, bitterness, being rigid and less ability to give love to the spouse who is withholding the nurturing. So if one spouse holds back on the nurturing, the other one will feel very hurt and withdraw, and will have less ability now to express love to that spouse who withheld their love and their nurturing. What does nurturing mean? It's a skill to place praise into your husband's heart, affirmation into your husband's heart, our heart. That's the case in marriage. Nurturing is the ability to put that praise and affirmation into the heart of your spouse, husband to wife, wife to husband. You know, with children, people often do do this. They say, I love you. Great job. You did this so well, and you're beautiful. You're handsome. You know, we we, we praise our children very naturally, most of us. Unfortunately, some don't, but for many of us, Baruch Hashem, we, we do this. We share that our affection to our children. And they receive affection and nurturing comments from their father and their mother. And their faces light up when we nurture them, when we clap them and praise them. And we accept that nurturing of our children. That is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us our role as a parent, as a mother, as a father. Yes, we need to discipline, but we also need to encourage. And part of encouraging is also nurturing. And we nurture them, and we build them up through, you know, we're a shliach of Hashem to build them up, to be healthy psychologically, to be healthy and resilient in the face of challenges. But the problem is, is we don't do this for our spouse. But the same is true for our spouse. Banim, like we said in the last year and the beginning of this year, Banim atem Lashem Alekechem, You are my children. Every husband is a son of a Baruch Hu. Every wife is a daughter of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You look at it that way. It's there. It's Hashem's child. So in a sense, they're your child. Not in an unhealthy un, uh, you know not healthy emotionally way, but in a healthy emotional way. Yes, your husband is your child. Your wife is your child to care, to nurture, to grow, to develop, to water every day. That is the skill and ability to put praise and affirmation in our husband's hearts. And many of us may not have grown up this way. Our parents may have not had this ability to show their affection towards each other or towards us. Some of us grew up, we did not have praise from our parents or little praise from our parents or from each other. Some of us, unfortunately, may not recall even one positive thing that our mother or father said to us. So if that happens, you may lack the skill right now or become negligent in this area of recognizing that you need to nurture each other's souls. And it's very, very sad, looking back, how many of us had their mother, you know, when the the father is describing the mother to you, you know, your mother's extremely smart, doesn't she look pretty today? Or the husband, or, or or the wife saying that to the husband. You see how I love your 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 father. He's so generous. He's 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 a fun person, and he he has a big heart. Do you have do you have that? Did you see a mother praising your father to you, and your mother father praising your mother to you? If you did not have that positive model, modeling when you were a child, we have to. Realize the past is the past. It does not determine your present. It does not determine your per- your future. You don't have to keep a cycle that was negative in the past. You could learn a new set of skills. And you can develop it through your lifetime, little by little. It takes some level of education. And you choose to do things differently than your parents did if it could be done better. So don't blame dysfunction of the past and say, this is the way I am. I can't improve my marriage or my relationship. I was never nurtured. So how can I nurture? No. You learn to nurture others. It's the way you educate yourself. You create that difference in yourself. And you can know this. You can learn this. When someone's in a serious situation, chalila, they have a, make a chesh on nefesh. How am I in my relationship to Hashem? What did I do with my husband that Hashem gave me? With my with the wife Hashem gave me? What I do with the children Hashem gave me? And you want to say you did well. So we have to think along those lines that from here onward, we should want to do this well. We also hope always, we wish our children, we daven for their shidduchim, for their marriages, that they'll grow up and find future spouses, they'll be kind, and they'll be affirming, right? So our feelings towards our child's spouse will be based on whether he or she, a daughter-in-law or son-in-law, will be neglectful towards your child or loving and kind towards your child. And by the way, this is something very important. When you ask for zivugim for children... We have to recognize that, of course, you daven, but a lot depends on your child's own behavior. Just like your marriage, a lot is depending on your own behavior. We talked many times that Hashem could have given you your mamish, your true, true zivig, but you'll come across tremendous obstacles if you do not behave properly. But at the same time, something with a person that's technically not your Zivic, whatever that's supposed to mean, Kabbalistically, and the marriage could go very, very well because you worked on your Midas and you made the most of it. And that is very, very important. You nurture your husband because he is Hashem's son. And Hashem wants you to treat him well and it goes the other way around too, as we're going to explain to the men. And the nurturing is not dependent on whether he or she is in a good mood, not such good mood. You base your actions on what your husband is to Hashem, what they mean to Hashem, even if they're not in the greatest mood. And this is a two-way street, of course. So Hashem has nachas ruach. When you shower upon your husband kindness even when your husband is not in a great mood and the husband needs to know this too a wife may not be in the greatest mood but he nurtures her regardless because hashem wants him to nurture her for his sake Hashem, not just for her sake But for his sake, Hashem wants it. Hashem is saying, I want you to be a good nurturer. I nurture the world. I'm a bayre and I'm a toiv and a meitiv. I bestow good upon my creations. I want you to do the same, and especially towards your own husband, towards your own wife. Whether they're in the mood or not in the mood, whether in a good mood or a bad mood, they're my children, and I want you to take care of them and love them. A lot of us are not skilled emotionally. And if you're not skilled emotionally, when you look back at your teenage years, perhaps the first negative emotion there was anger, or sometimes it was withdrawal, or avoidance by running into unhealthy types of pleasures, and so on and so forth. So that's a lot of us, a lot of us, because of our past experiences, we are... Emotionally illiterate, meaning we didn't know, we don't know how to deal with the emotions we have. We did not understand how to express our feelings in a healthy way. And we have to learn how to do this. Most people suffer from what is called emotional constipation, which means that because our emotions are very powerful and we don't let it out a healthy way. It comes out in anger sometimes, or we pout, or we stop talking, or we stonewall. So that's when this constipation gets built up and built up, and we don't really share true, healthy emotions, and that separates a couple and makes them further away from the goal of intimacy. So the idea is, is and and then what happens is, is one spouse may express anger, and the other one may feel that anger, and then withdraw and feel alone and unimportant and then it's a vicious cycle. So the idea is we need to identify our emotions and then bring the point across. If we don't understand our own emotions it'll be very hard to bring the point across in a healthy way. So again, most of the time when there's these disagreements it's not out of spite. It's not out of viciousness or maliciousness usually it's not it's simply because we don't know how to do it we don't know how to handle our own emotions and feelings and we need to learn how to regulate it to use our minds in a healthy way of learning these skills of working through your emotions to become emotionally connected and you will see if you do these exercises you will become healthy and you'll become close to your husband to your wife in a very very short period of time we all need this emotional connected connection we need it we need it from our husbands we need it from our wives otherwise we dry up inside the need for emotional connectedness is no less legitimate than your need for food and water you're going to say well full food and water without it you would die Physically, while well, of this you don't die physically, but you'll die emotionally. You need this. You need this. So it brings a story here. Um, some of this I'm taking from someone, Douglas Weiss, intimacy, very good. Um, has a lot of good You say this there, and from other places. But the idea being is, is that there was a couple where a wife, after 35 years, went for therapy with her husband, and he she says she doesn't feel nurtured. She feels empty inside, dry inside. And because I don't know what's going on with my husband, then I feel isolated. And because her husband, good person, but didn't know how to share his feelings with her. He grew up in a farm, one of seven children, five of them were boys. Grew up poor, he had to work hard. The family didn't discuss feelings farm work just had to get done. They were good people, but they hadn't, he didn't develop any emotional skills. And then when he went to college and he went through an engineering program and he had a successful career in the engineering you know, field, but it's not like psychology. The field of engineering doesn't require you to discuss your feelings or develop emotionally. So, because in his, that career, feelings are not so relevant. And that is why we need to understand. And the wife, on the other hand, grew up to express her emotions in a free way. And therefore there was that disconnect. And she, he needed to learn that emotional connection. And they explained to the husband that just like she the an engine of a car, right? You, need, you can't go without oil. You can't imagine such a thing. Right? It'll dry up. So that's what your wife needs emotional oil. So he was able to understand that and he learned some skills to connect emotionally and they heal. This is why so in, it's so important to recognize Derech Eretz Kadmela that in order to have a proper, healthy Taira perspective in the learning of Taira and understanding mitzvahs and keeping halacha, one needs to be healthy emotionally. That's why people learn Musr Svarim or Hasidish Svarim that bring out the warmth and the, and the kindness and the decency and the B'nodom L'amokim, la L'chaveray and inspires us to be emotionally healthy in order to receive the Torah properly. That's why it's so important to do that and to pray in a healthy way and to express yourself that way in a healthy way. And we will continue, Bezat Hashem, along this path of explaining intimacy and learning to develop skills to become closer and closer to one another. But recognize that it is a skill that can be developed. You can learn how to be emotionally connected. And that, by working on this, you will see the greatest bracha in your married life. Bracha natslacha.